Hello, double deers. Hi, doing it disableders. Welcome back to another episode with your co-hosts Catalina and Haley. <laughs> See, and that was delayed. I just wait. I just wait for her to say my name or to not say my name so I can jump in. I know. And sometimes I do say your name and it's awkward. And then I'm like, why did I do that? That was weird. I think it's just always going to be awkward for you. This is just one of your things that you're just like, ah, I know. I know. Well, now that we've gotten past the introduction, we're back at another episode. We are here whenever the heck we want to be. And we want you to be here with us. Um, Today, we're going to be talking to Haley about her experience at the Abilities Expo, uh, which I have always wanted to go to, and I thought it was so cool. Um, And so, Haley, why don't you tell us how you found out about the Abilities Expo and um, what it was like for you? I mean, like, we'll dive in, but, like, give us us a lowdown. Yeah, so I have never heard of the Abilities Expo. So I was so excited when I was told about it because I was diagnosed in 2020, which was literally right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I didn't really have a way to seek community other than social media, which has been phenomenal for me. It's how I met you, Kata, not you, the audience. Although I hope (laughs) to meet you, the audience. (laughs) But it is kind of how you met the audience. It's kind of how we started the whole podcast. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're so, so lucky that you're disabled because now you know me. So Exactly. Yes. <laughs> this is this was my I don't know. This is like my calling. Um <laughs> <laughs> A long story short, I had a patient come in and I overheard him mention that he has a daughter that has OI and I immediately yelled out osteogenesis imperfecta <laughs> and he was like, "Yes." <laughs> He's like, you know what that is? And I was like, of course I know what that is. I just interviewed someone with my co-hosts on our podcast that has that condition, Steffi G. And then it just went on from there. Um, he's like, well, you're going to the Abilities Expo this weekend, right? I was like, what is that? What are you talking about? And so he told me a little bit about it. And he's like, the roulettes are going to be there. And then my <laughs> mouth, like my jaw dropped. And <laughs> I was like, the roulettes, like, you're kidding and he's like no but i don't i don't think the main girl is gonna be there i'm like chelsea he's like oh so you do know what you're talking about like you're aware i'm like of course i know who they are are you kidding me? i'm surprised he knew the roulettes i thought it was so sweet because uh he's trying to keep up with like you know the social media and like the i guess kind of like the just like the disabled celebrities and this that and the other (laughs) because Like, who his daughter keeps up with, right? But, like, the big thing for me was, yeah, like, she has to follow Steffi G. And then when I met her mom at the conference or at the expo this weekend, her mom was like, yeah, I knew immediately who you were talking about. He just, he's not good with names. I was like, duh, like, she has to know who Steffi G is. (laughs) But it was super cool to be able to go and to watch her like rock climb this wall like a total badass um she's so strong she has like the most incredible upper body strength and you know i got to meet three of the roulettes so connor edna and josie were there so that was awesome and i got to watch them dance i learned an eight count with them 
<laughs> I personally, as a healthcare professional, feel that, or at least encourage all healthcare professionals and healthcare professional students to go to expos like this because you don't know what you don't know. And I think going through school, we're always so scared of being called out, like when we're being pimped and like not knowing something, getting something wrong. But at the end of the day, you also kind of need to have this sense of fear of like the stuff that you just don't know that you're not familiar with at all. And I think that 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 gives better, you know, patient care and patient quality of life. So Mm -hmm. if you have a patient come in with whatever condition they come in with or that they're in a wheelchair and you're familiar with a brand of mobility aid or a device or even like an adaptation to a vehicle that could help them because you went to one of these events, that's just more knowledge for you in your back pocket to be able to help someone. And I think that that's what these expos are all about, you know? And I was thinking to myself this morning, I'm like, as disabled and chronically ill individuals, we have to have so much, like we put so much on ourselves and we have to at the end of the day, because no one's going to really look out for us other than ourselves. And we go to these events and we educate ourselves and we educate our providers. So it would be really nice to have that on the other side as well. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You don't know what you don't know. And even for us, like having to constantly advocate for ourselves, we also don't know what's out there. We don't know what tools are accessible to us. Um and like knowledge is power. And I mean, there's so many, so many cool innovations and cool, like just incredible technology that it, it is hard to access sometimes because of the price point is always like insurance doesn't cover this shit. Yeah. It's all new and for it's sure. exploratory, but like it's cool to know it. And in that sense, you know, we can try to. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We can try to attain that in some way or at least spread the knowledge about it. And, you know, a lot of times there are these like fundraising campaigns and things for different people who have different conditions and need different equipment. And, um, you know, what if there is something that there are so many forms of assistance that we can receive, but we just don't know about it. Yeah, so the price point on some of the items, I'm not going to lie, you're you're talking like upward $3,000, $4,000. And I remember when I started going to clinicals, that's when I got Red Rocket, my electric scooter. <laughs> and I bought Red Rocket off of like my loan money, right? Um, thankfully, I had like rented Red Rocket from the place for like a a day rotation that I had at a major hospital. And I went back and I asked them like, Hey, this is clearly used. You let me rent it out. Can you give me a discount on it? They're like, well, it's new, but because it has been used and rented out, I can give you, I think it was like 500, $600 off. And I think I came out of there with like, I think it was about $1,800, which is still a chunk of change. But I was thinking, you know, I was thinking back and I'm like, that actually was a fraction of the cost of most mobility aids uh, or at least, you know, electric uh, mobility aids. So I'm very thankful for mine. 
I think that, and I'm going to backtrack a little bit, but um, one of my favorite parts about the event happened when I got there, when I got off the car. Um, my I was getting my wheelchair set up and this mom had uh, three uh, children who were disabled and she just starts like talking to the woman that was accompanying her and she was like, oh my gosh, look at that one. It collapses. How nice. And I was like, do you want me to like give you the name of the, mm. of the wheelchair? Like that right, right off the bat, that made it worth it for me to go to just have somebody find something that I was using useful that could make their life easier and more accessible. The price point for my wheelchair was less than $120, which I think is very affordable. Mm. Um, you know, given the fact that it's lasted me a long time. And I did buy it off of Amazon. Unfortunately, a lot of the medical retail stores that you go mm-hmm. to, they're very expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think a lot of us have, you know, ventured off into Amazon to try and find more affordable options. So totally. that that right off right off the bat made going worth it for me and like brought a smile to my face and I hadn't even gone into the expo. Yeah. Well, and that's always exciting when you like run into somebody else who's disabled and they're like, Oh my God, what is that? Who will you teach me about it? Um, I was recently at the coast in Oregon and seaside and was rolling back to my car and I heard behind me someone go like, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, fuck, I really don't want to like talk to some abled person about why I'm going so fast speed racer. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) and I kind of just turned around and I see it's this man and he's, he's pushing his son in a wheelchair and the whole family's just kind of strolling together. And he's like, Hey, do you, are those motorized? Is there power in there? You're going so fast. And I was like, oh yeah. And so I explained to him that my wheels, like, you know, they're power assisted wheels. You touch the rim and it helps propel you forward or backwards. And, and, um, I don't know what kind of disability, um, his son had, but they were like, oh yeah, I don't know if he could handle that. He would, we would lose him. And I was just like, (laughs) yeah, you might, you might. Once you get that taste of freedom, it's oof. You get out of here. But, um, it was, it was cool. And I just, and, and I kind of rolled away and I was like, God, if only they saw my car. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was about to get into my transformer car. Um, but it is cool when other disabled people approach you and ask questions. And it, it also makes me a little bit sad that, like, I don't know, I'll see someone you know, looking at my wheelchair and having all these questions and like, Oh my God, that would be so helpful for me. And I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, but also super inaccessible to you because this, these wheels were like, I don't even know, like eight grand. Yeah. And you know, I told you this earlier when we spoke, but I did not meet one single mean person at this con at this expo conference whatever you want to call it i did not everybody was so kind and so curious and just wanted to help and something that i really appreciated was there was a portion i can't tell you if it was half or if it was a quarter but there was a portion of vendors at the expo that were you know disabled themselves and had created products to help, had created mobility devices to help. And I thought, that's 
fucking fantastic. <laughs> I love that. I love to see that. Um, there is a product in particular that I'd like to highlight because I got to, you know, test it out and spend some time with it. It's called a zine. So yes, the Instagram is GoZine. Yes. So I thought that device was so cool. I had the opportunity to speak with the physical therapist that they work with. Her name is Petra and they're based out of Philadelphia. And it's pretty cool because it's a wheelchair. Uh, you can push, you can have somebody push you or you can just like move with your feet um, forward. And then there's this component where you press the two levels on the side and there's multiple positions that you can go up and then back down on so mm -hmm. you're going from seated to standing there's a belt so you're not gonna fall over you're not gonna flip yourself it's pretty safe um but it's cool for people who maybe have gone through like some deconditioning who are working on walking or working on being more stable by themselves it's good for people potentially i feel with uh pots or forms of dysautonomia that mm. maybe need some uh they ne just need some assistance standing upright like they can't completely put all their weight down all the time or they get tired i think that that's really helpful also i thought it was cool because i use a wheelchair that I can't push myself in. I have to be pushed around. So it's cool to have the option of not having to be transferred over to another seat. If there's a higher seat or whatever, you can just pop straight up on the seat, which I thought was cool. That's fascinating. And I mean, I think I saw it and that's why like I'm understanding your description. But I think if you like don't know what you're talking, like if yeah. you haven't seen it, it's so hard to describe. <laughs> and no, yeah, for sure. It was really cool to see you get in there and just um, sort of like walk around and try it out. And I think that's also really cool about the expo is that like they want you to go and try the products. They want you to go and see. Um, and you Yeah, know, they want feedback. Yeah, they want feedback, obviously. And also you could go and you – I could go right now with my wheelchair that I have been, you know, rolling in for years in this specific dynamic – but I could go and I find something better. Like maybe I'd find something better that works better for me. Um, that was, that is more helpful or that encourages me to like move differently or, you know, there's just so many, so many options out there. Um, and that's why I think the Abilities Expo is super cool. And I have heard about it before that I know that you said that they go, they have like five expos a year ish. I think it's more to be honest, um, but I know there's like a minimum of five. Yeah, because I know I've heard I like I saw when the roulettes went there in L.A. once. Um, I'm sure L.A. is a huge hub for that. Um, they probably yeah. go to like the um, major cities for it. Yeah, I was speaking to the girls and they told me they go to like like three or four each year to dance, which I think mm. is awesome. Um, I can't tell you how fun it was to watch them dance. They just, they have this confidence and they have this, like, there's this happiness when they dance that I, that I love. And that was always something that I struggled with after I was diagnosed. And even before, because I just struggled to dance for, right. you know, more than like three minutes. Um, so to see that it's still possible to have that experience and to dance in your wheelchair was phenomenal, you know? Yeah. It's such a great experience. 
Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it touches some of my heartstrings because I was a dancer and right. I, you know, the whole reason we found my tumor is because I broke my leg and dance and it kind of left this just bitter taste in my mouth that I could never dance again like that. Um, and then we would have like for Christmas, our tradition was to always get a new like we dance game. And then my sisters and I would play we dance, but I would be doing it all seated. And it just, it didn't feel the same. But when I see the rollouts that I'm like, oh my God, it is the fucking same. And it's even better. Like it, I, me trying to do what they do. Yeah. Fucking right. I'm, I'm <laughs> head, like just emphasizing used to dance. Not anymore. Um, oh no, girl, you better, you better change the way you said that because we're going to go see them next year at the Rolettes, uh, at the, at, what is it called? The Rolettes experience where, yeah, we're going. (laughs) Well, and I did just shoot a message over to Steffi and I was like, bitch, we're going to Rolettes experience. You better come with. And we need to just get everyone to go with us because I was so happy. They were such down to earth people. I really felt like I was meeting a celebrity. I was like, what do you, uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know I'd fangirl big time. I'd be like, oh my God. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> i know that's like when they followed our instagram and i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> i literally not a drill. and i was like yeah i was like you guys don't understand who just followed the instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah big fans big big fans yeah i honestly i i love you know that chelsea hill created the rollettes and i i love all of them and what they're doing i think it's just so fantastic it's so cool um, there was another woman, I didn't get to meet her or watch her at the conference, but she focused on traveling alone and disabled. I was like, what? <laughs> because as we've spoken about in the past, that's something that you and I both enjoy, but have been very hesitant slash scared to do. And yeah, have enjoy done. slash hate. <laughs> like- yeah, we're just petrified of traveling we've both traveled internationally this year and we were both panicking the whole time (laughs) yeah 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 and got sick immediately after because we let all this stress pent up in our bodies and we're so tense that as soon as we arrived in the u.s of a um we got sick yeah yeah it's as soon as your body releases all the like tension and you're just like oh shit actually i have covid and i have the flu and i have all the things and i just didn't know it because i'm just like (laughs) yeah (laughs) not great not great so to see that to see that someone was going and giving a workshop on that was awesome i will put the information for everything that we're speaking about in videos and everything on a post for this episode. Uh, I want everyone to have access to all of those resources and information as much as possible. And there was another product I forgot that it was like, as soon as I walked in, it's this, um, it's like a component that you add on to your wheelchair and it's a scooter. So you can like, Okay, my parents told me about that because they were in Europe all summer and they were like, oh my gosh, we saw these people like on the cobblestones, on everything. It's just an attachment that you attach to the front of your It's wheelchair. an attachment. Yeah. 
and it's like a scooter. And I was just like, oh, dang. Okay. Well, I don't know how I would feel about having a whole ass scooter, but, um, got to do some internalized ableism dismantling, but, uh, I'm so used to using mine that it like, it didn't phase me. I like the fact that it popped on and off and the owner, the person there, he was disabled in a wheelchair and he was like, oh yeah, I could totally like just send me the information on your wheelchair and we'll look up the specs and make you one. I was like, you're like so nice. <laughs> Everyone's, I was like, can I live here? Like, can we do this every weekend? Yeah. Well, and they were talking about it and they're like, well, because we keep trying to think about how we can still bring you on our trips. Cause you know, I, so much of my childhood and my life has been yeah. traveling and I have, yeah. Been can your parents go. adopt me in the, in the past? Listen, I don't know if you would want that necessarily. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying like, maybe we could do like a test trial of 30 days. Like we'll just go back in time. They can adopt me for 30 days and I'll decide if I want to renew or not. Trust me. You won't want to renew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my parents. I love my parents, but we were raised different. We're raised Catalina's different. parents. She loves you. She just wants you to know that she loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really, really do. But if you were a little kid and you wanted a snack, you would not come to my house. <laughs> oh God! And you are no the queen gushers? of snacks. Hell no, gushers. No, you could find some like fiber-looking cereals. Uh, you could find some of those trail mix bar things. Um, Can I be your neighbor? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Like, for snacking, not the house. But for, like, eating good food, my house. My house. My mom would cook the coolest shit, and it's always so good and so yummy. But I remember all my friends, I'd have to, like, give them a little pep talk beforehand. I'm like, they're going to serve you food. You don't have to eat it all. But you do have to because it's going it. to be some, some like super artisan <laughs> meal. <laughs> Listen, I've had. I mean, I had friends that would come to my house and had never tried a like a tomato before, and my mom was like, "What? That was me." See, por that eso, that is why you would not want to switch moms or parents. For you would not want to be didn't, adopted. I I literally did not have tomatoes. Until I was like 19 because I was dating this Italian guy and I got introduced to Italian food and tomatoes and mozzarella and burrata and all that nice stuff. But Bitch, anyway. Wait, Cubanos don't eat tomatoes? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, we do, but not not in the way that I like anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, it with cheese. <laughs> I like it with cheese. Everything with cheese. Um, but yeah, I I honestly can't wait for the next Abilities Expo. And I want to go with you. So that's what's happening. We should do it. And I'm excited for roulettes. Like, we are going to go to LA. We're going to do the roulettes experience, which I signed up for before virtually. Um, and something came up that I wasn't able to, like, log on or whatnot. And I also was like, oh, I just really want to be there. I have major FOMO. But they've had some really cool yeah. people go and, like, talk and – um they just have some really no, they, awesome. They have all sorts of things. Like they have workshops, they have the dancings, all sorts of things. Yeah. So 2023, if you want to join us, we're going to Roulette's Experience. Um, be there or be comfortable in your home. I was about to say be square. And I yeah. was like, you know what? No, we're disabled here. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, we're just, we'll be comfortable in our home, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to going and I think, I don't know. I'm just so stoked. Like it was so great to be able to just go out and meet like-minded people and for once go to a facility that I wasn't worried about stairs or that it wasn't accessible. Like it had to be accessible. It was the freaking abilities expo. Okay. If there would have been an issue with the accessibility, I would have had a major issue. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, that would be, I don't think that would be allowed. Yeah. So it, it was just a breath of fresh air for me and to meet people in person was great. I'm going to keep saying awesome and fantastic a lot, but that's how I feel to meet it people in person. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was pretty cool to see people. They really liked the doing it disabled shirts, which if you're not aware, they are being sold on the Humorous Med. There's a tab for the podcast and you can purchase any merch that's been made to support Kata and I and the podcast. Oh, yeah. Please buy our shirts. Please buy our things. Please buy all the things because we love doing this podcast. And while we're not always consistent time-wise, well, the structure of time of society, then um, we still do this on our own. We still do this as uh, something we choose to do faux free. And um, we would like to monetize our podcast a little bit. I think it just makes us feel good when, you know, we're supported, when the things that we make are supported. And also by purchasing the shirts, by purchasing any of the items on that tab, you're just supporting, you're supporting the podcast and the continuation of the podcast because it does cost money for us to make it. And we currently do not make anything off of the podcast, which is totally fine because that was not our intention when we started it's to build community, but again, just allowing the continuation of it and supporting the continuation of it. Thank you. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to be here like pay us, but I am trying to be here. Right. Like, we <laughs> we want to keep doing this and right. You know, it, Haley's been paying out of pocket. I haven't paid anything. Um, and it, you know, it helps at least make us make not, not even a return, just an even, just an even. Yeah. <laughs> Um, plus also our merch is cute and Haley worked really hard to design everything and, um, we have cute, like equality shirts. And also, even if you go to the humorous med and, and find other things that Haley's got up there or shop the quirks, which is also so fucking cute. I want everything that is on the quirks, all of it, all of it. Um, so yeah, I think merch benefits everybody. So Go get yourself a DID shirt. We are looking at um, getting a bigger uh, inventory, but, you know, we're not trying to get an inventory if nobody wants it. So if you want it, buy it. And there we have it. So, again, if you're interested (laughs) in getting anything DID related, you can head on over to the Humorous Med. Just hit the drop down tab and you'll be directed to the podcast link. Yay! Thank you so much, Haley, for sharing your experience at the Abilities Expo. Um, I cannot wait to experience it for myself. I just want to be surrounded by a bunch of disabled people, and we can all uh, experience joy and learn about new tools and things. And um, thanks for the Abilities Expo. Abilities Expo, thank you for existing. Yeah, big thank you to the Abilities Expo for you know continuing this expo. 
and for making it as accessible as they possibly could. Something I wanted to mention is at the very front when you walk in, they do have interpreters available if needed. They have so many different kinds of accommodations for you know different conditions and disabilities. So as as a, a you know an expo like this should, um, but nonetheless, still it's awesome the way that they put it together. So I'm really thankful. And I look forward to speaking with more of you about it next year. Hopefully some of you can can go. Uh, but in the meantime, if you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email. The email is at doingitdisabledpod at gmail.com. Or you can give us a follow on Instagram, DM us, like our story, communicate with us, send us a DM. <laughs> um, it's at doingitdisabled. And we look forward to being with you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.